Praise and peace, everyone. God bless you. Good, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Grace and peace be unto you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning to you, 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 and you. We thank God for each and every one of you joining in and chiming in with us on this good Sunday morning. And we're happy and excited that you all have been with us and you are with us on today. Today is Sunday. The day today is Sunday. Oh my gosh. Listen, listen, listen. Time is moving. Time is fastly uh, uh, moving. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Oh my gosh. Time is moving. We're at the end of March. Um, this is the last Sunday in March. And so we are excited that you all have joined us and are with us. And, and so I'm just trying to get some technical difficult, some technical things um, straight on this morning that we won't have any technical difficulties and so um, I'm excited to be with you all on this morning. I am yours truly none other, none other than Pastor Brenda G. Jones, the Senior Pastor of Overcomer Outreach Christian Center and so we're happy and excited to be with you all again on this morning. Thank you all for chiming in. Thank you all for being with us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Go ahead, like and share if you're on <clears throat> Facebook, you're on YouTube, go ahead and like and share. And we thank God those that are chiming in and joining us on our podcast uh, channel as well. We're trying to expand our uh, reach on this morning. All right. So thank God for you, you, you and you. Good morning, everyone. Good morning as you're coming in. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Amen. Elder Petaway, good morning to you. God bless you, woman of God. Good morning. The Kellys are in the house. Good morning to you. Amen. Mother Betty's in the house. Good morning. Sister Kendria's in the house. Good morning. Angela Good. Good morning. I am praying for your family on today. The Good family. I am praying for you all. I definitely have you all in my prayers. Uh, and so definitely we're praying for total recovery and restoration. Amen. Of your loved one's uh, body. Amen. That they will be healed. Totally healed on this morning. Good morning. Sister Geraldine is in the house. Good morning. Everyone. Good morning. Go ahead, y'all. Hit that little share button under your video. Share it to your page that so that you will invite someone. See, in the old day, before there was all this social media stuff and all that wonderful good stuff, we used to um we used to go out and uh, um and witness. I don't. I'm not a um. I'm not ashamed to go out and witness and talk to people on the street because I'll do that in a heartbeat. Um, but that's what we used to do. Right. And we used to tell them, come to our church, come to our church. We're in person. We're in person every third Sunday. Every third Sunday, we are in person in Raleigh, North Carolina. We are in person. So every third Sunday, we are in person. And so join us on the third Sundays. But that's what we used to do. Go out there, tell them, come to my church, come to my church. So today, because we're virtual, this is in this is our church today, right? This is our church today. And so I want you to, amen, invite someone to your church on today. That's what I want you to do. Invite someone to your church on today. Let them know that we're here. Let them know that we're about to give the word of God. There is a word from the Lord on today. There is a word from the Lord on today. And so I'm happy to be with you all on this morning. Listen, 
Listen, this is what I want you to do. I want you to get Second Kings while I'm talking. Go ahead and get Second Kings while I'm talking. Amen. Second Kings, the eighth chapter. We're still in the book of Second Kings. And I want you all to, amen, get the eighth chapter of Second Kings. Yes. Yes. How are you? How are you? I hope you all have had a wonderful weekend. Amen. This is the time for the Lord. This is the time that we come and we, amen, give him our worship. You should be giving him your worship and your praise every day. But this is what we do it corporately this is when we do it corporately and so i want you all to amen help us lift up the name of the lord throw up some hearts and some thumbs come on let's bless the name of the lord throw up some hearts and some thumbs amen thank you amen those that have shared thank you thank you thank you go ahead and share throw up some hearts and some thumbs amen let's begin to bless the lord symbolically amen representing your praise on this morning hallelujah glory to his name hallelujah i don't amen i don't want to have to beg you all on this morning but i believe that if i ask a thing that god is going to grant it and you all are going to come into alignment with it amen in total agreement with it hallelujah come on let's bless the lord hallelujah glory to his name he's worthy to be praised on today hallelujah i don't know about you but i'm excited to see a new day a new dawning amen we don't have bombs dropping outside of our window and we're praying for ukraine amen yes we are we're praying for them on today amen hallelujah amen so we've got something to be grateful and thankful for amen you might not have everything you want amen hallelujah but i serve a god i don't know about you but i serve a god that will supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory i don't have to want for anything amen i don't have a poverty mindset i don't live in poverty i don't think poverty i don't act in poverty because god that i serve amen hallelujah he has wealth and riches at his command oh my god God, hallelujah. I feel the presence of God already on this morning. Glory to his name. Hallelujah. Glory to his name. Glory to his name. Hallelujah. Come on, bless the name of the Lord on this morning. Glory to his holy and his righteous name. Hallelujah. Glory to his name. Father, we thank you. We bless your name, Jesus. We love you and we adore you. We thank you for allowing us to come together one more time for this is the day that you have made and we are rejoicing in it and being glad. We thank you for this opportunity to come boldly to your throne of grace on this morning. Lord God, we come, hallelujah, for no other reason but to give your name glory, honor, and praise, to hear a word from you on this morning. And Father, I pray right now, God, that you will begin to move even throughout Amen. This modern technology that you will begin to meet everyone right where they're at, that you will begin to, Lord God, hallelujah, minister to them right now in the mighty name of Jesus. You know what they stand in need of, God. You know, hallelujah, what they need you to act on, what they need you to do right now, God. And I pray that you will minister unto your people even on today, that someone will be encouraged, someone will be lifted, someone will be saved, set free, and delivered in Jesus' mighty name. We Thank you for all things. Hallelujah. The good, the bad, the ugly, the ups and the downs, God. We thank you because you declared in your word to give thanks unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Bless his name. In all things, we shall give thanks. In Jesus' name, we thank you and we bless you. Now, Father, as I come boldly to your throne of grace, I ask that you will anoint me afresh. I ask that you allow a fresh wind to blow even on to this morning, God. I pray that you will, Lord God, have your way, Father. Gird my mouth. Give me 
be the right words, the necessary words, the needed words to be spoken on today in Jesus' name. For those that are listening right now, those that will chime in and do the replay, God, I pray that you will, Lord God, hallelujah, God, minister right now in Jesus' name. Give me the words. Let self sit down and you stand up boldly on the inside. Hide me, oh God, for I am yours. Everything I am and everything I'm not, Jesus, I belong to you. And Lord God, I ask right now that you will begin to move in Jesus' name. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart, let it be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Amen, amen, and amen. Come on, throw up some hearts and some thumbs. Give God some praise. Give God some praise. Hallelujah. Give God some praise. Hallelujah. I'm excited. We did have our first in-person services that we have not had in-person services in course in some years, right? And so I am excited that we had our first in-person services and the Lord truly blessed the Lord. Amen. Amen. Has blessed us tremendously and has favored us. Join us every third, amen, Sunday in Raleigh, North Carolina at uh, uh, 1329 Kirkland Road. Amen. Raleigh, North Carolina, where we have in-person services. We come together back into the sanctuary. Back into the sanctuary. Amen. To worship the Lord corporately. And but I'm excited also on the first and the second and the fourth Sunday to still be with you all virtually as we are now. Amen. So join us next week. Excuse me, next month, April. Amen. The third Sunday of April. Join us then and we will be there. And that happens to be, look how God works everything out. That happens to be Amen. Resurrection Sunday. Oh my God. Resurrection Sunday. Join us. Amen. Amen. For Resurrection Sunday. Amen. In April the third Sunday in April. All right. I hope you all have your word of God, your word on this morning. I hope you have your word on this morning. Do you have your word? Amen. If you have your word, say amen. Amen. And throw up some hearts and some thumbs. Amen. Y'all know how we do it. Y'all know. Y'all know. Y'all know. Amen. Amen. All right. So say amen. If you have the word of God, second Kings, second Kings. Amen. 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 Second Kings. Amen. The eighth chapter. Amen. Hallelujah. And the first through the third verse and the sixth verses, restoration of all things. That's what we're going to be talking about on this morning. Restoration of all things. Uh, Second Kings, the eighth chapter, the first through the third verse and the sixth verses. Restoration of all things, of all things. Amen. That's what we're going to be talking about on this morning. Get the word of God. Amen. Get the word of God. Get the word of God. Get the word of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Get the word of God. Hallelujah. Bless his name. Hallelujah. Glory to his name. Amen. Restoration of all things, of all things. Amen. Hallelujah. Restoration of all things. Second Kings, the eighth chapter. Second Kings, the eighth chapter. Amen. Hallelujah. Bless his holy name. Second Kings, the eighth chapter. Amen. The first through the third verse restoration of all things. I'm trying to playing around with some new stuff. Amen. Hallelujah. Restoration of all things. Amen. Second Kings, the eighth chapter, the first through the third verse. Amen. And the sixth verse. Amen. Restoration of all things, of all things. And so we're happy and excited about that. Amen. When you have it, amen. Throw up some hearts and some thumbs. Amen. Hallelujah. Bless his name. 
Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to his name. Glory to his name. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Restoration of all things, of all things, of all things. Amen. Hallelujah. All right, let's go to Second Kings, the eighth chapter. The first through the third verse and the sixth verse, that's where we're going to read and get our textual consideration from on this morning. Amen. I hope you got your Bibles, your electronics, your pens and your papers that you could take down any any notes, any notes. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. The word of the Lord reads, then spake Elisha unto the woman whose son had he had restored to life, saying, arise and go thou and thy household and sojourn wheresoever thou canst sojourn. For the Lord have called for a famine and it shall also come upon the land seven years. And the woman arose and did after the saying of the man of God and see, excuse me, and she went with her household and sojourned in the land of the Philistines seven years. And it came to pass at seven at the seven year end, the woman returned out of the land of the Philistines and she went forth to cry unto the king for her house and for her land. Verse six says, and when the king asked the woman she told him so the king appointed unto her a certain officer saying restore all that was hers and all the fruits of her field since the day she left the land even unto now amen hallelujah glory to his name amen i'm going to read amen the sixth verse again i'm going to read the sixth verse again and it reads, <clears throat> and when the king asked the woman, she told him, so the king appointed unto her a certain officer saying, restore all that her that was hers and all the fruits of her field since the day that she left the land, even until now. Ooh, hallelujah. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Restoration of all things. Restoration of all things. How many of you know that God has some things that he's going to restore? Amen. In your life. Restoration of all things. All right. So um, there comes a time in life when life will bring about announcement of changes and circumstances um, during that time when you have to make a quick and radical decision or those decisions will impact where you are what you have and who you are connected to there's going to be some times in your life where you're going to have to uh, deal with some unannounced changes and some circumstances that will transpire in your life but you know during that time you have to make those quick decisions and those radical decisions and uh, all those other decisions that will in turn impact where you are what you have and who you are connected to uh, let me say this that change 
change is never easy, especially when it is unexpected. Amen. We can agree that, right? That change is never easy, especially when it's unexpected. But it is important that we learn how to embrace change in order to attract, in order to transition to our next. God oftentimes will or allow our faith to be tested through the concept of change. Change is one of those events in our lives that will show us and God how much faith we really have in him. Yes, it will. Change will do that. Amen. Change and transition have the ability to cause unsettlement because of the loss of something or someone. Uh-huh. Change is oftentimes unsettled to us because of the simple fact that what we fear we're going to lose when the change happens. And not only that, we also fear change because of the simple fact we are afraid of the unknown. What will happen once this change takes place? So it kind of puts us in an unsettled place. And most of the time we will uh, um, uh, struggle with change because of the simple fact we don't know what is before us and then the things that we're going to lose uh, that we have already had with us. Losing something or someone is a struggle, but we must learn um, how as a believer and as a child of God to embrace the change and embrace transition. Uh, somebody needs to learn how to embrace these things. Change is never easy. The struggle can be great, but we have to learn how to embrace change and transition. Anytime God has caused, called for a season of change and or transition in your life, there is something on the other side of where you are now. Somebody say now. Somebody say now. There is something, amen, on the other side of where you are now to where God is trying to get you to. Oh my God. Hallelujah. Yes, yes, yes. We, uh, uh, you will have to release some things in order to get something more substantial. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're going to have to release some things, some things that you've grown accustomed to, some things that you've grown comfortable with, some things that you have, amen, that you might even really like, amen. But in order for you to get what God has for you on the other side of now, which is much more substantial than what you have right now, amen, you're going to have to release those things in order to get that which God has for you on the other side of now. The thing about change and transition is that in order for you to receive the other thing, you have to be willing to let go and to let God. Somebody say, let go and let God. Restoration of all things. Somebody needs to let go and let God on today. God got you. I know, amen, it might look scary for a second, but God got you. Amen. I know it might be uncomfortable for a moment, but God got you. If you let go and let God, God will blow your mind. God, hallelujah, as to what he has in store for you, what he has waiting for you, but you got to let go and let God, hallelujah, restoration of all things. 
So when we look at chapter 8 of 2 Kings, there are several things going on in this chapter. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There are several things that are going on in this chapter. Verses 1 through verse 6, which we're um, coming from and we're receiving our uh, textual consideration from on this morning. The famine is going to hit the land. Uh, the prophet has prophesied and skip, given a prophetic word that famine is coming in the land. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And verses 7 through 13, and we find out that new king, there was a new king in Syria, and uh, um, an enigmatic word is come from the prophet Elijah regarding the king. Uh, a difficult word, a, a difficult word to understand, a prophetic word that uh, might not really, uh, it becomes a mystery uh, because of who he's given the prophetic word to and what's supposed to happen. Uh-huh. We'll get to that later. We'll get to that later. Maybe not today, but maybe next time we'll get to that. And so in verses 14 through verse 15, we find the continuation of from seven, uh, seven verse to the 13th verse that there is assassination of King Assyria. The prophetic word spoke of this. Amen. The prophetic word uh, really did not speak of the assassination, but uh, we'll get to that. I mean, in verses 16 through 24, uh, two Two new kings are now on the scene in Judah. In verses 25 through 29, the reign of Ahaziah, Ahaziah, Ahaziah over Judah, who is who is the sixth king of Judah is now on the throne. So there is a lot of changes and unexpected changes that are occurring in this chapter. Some of the changes are announced and some of them are unannounced. But either way, change is inevitable. It will happen. Somebody needs to understand that change is inevitable. If you live long enough, if you've been living, you understand that change is inevitable. It's going to happen. Somebody say change is going to happen. It's just going to happen. Regardless if you want it to happen or not, it will happen. Regardless if you're ready or not, it will happen. Regardless if you are alone or in a Proud. Change will happen. It's inevitable if you continue to live this life. Change will happen over and over and over again in your life. You can't stop it. You won't be able to stop it. It happens. Now, what you can do is hinder it and you can hinder yourself and you can hinder, amen, how you transition and how you change, but you can't hinder change. Oh, God. Change is going to happen regardless. Uh, either you're going to go with it and you're going to flow with it or you're going to be stuck and you're going to have a hard time with it. But change is going to happen. Oh God, change. Uh, listen, 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 listen to this. Listen, change is connected to time and they harmoniously work together to fulfill the set order, the purpose and time in your life that for that in your life for the fulfillment of God's will in your life. I'm going to read that one more time. I won't slow down 
down just a little bit. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Change is connected to time and they are harmoniously, they harmoniously work together to fulfill the set order, the purpose and time in your life for the fulfillment of God's will in your life. Amen. They work together harmoniously. Change in time, change in transition must happen in order for God's purpose to happen in your life. Do you get that? Do you understand that? Oh God, hallelujah. Change must happen in order for you to release that which is old or no longer working in your life so that you can step into what is new, what is needed and what is necessary for your life. That which is caught, that which will, excuse me, that which will catapult you to a better, best and blessed place in your life. Oh my God. Hallelujah. Let me help you out. Let me say that one more time. Amen. Hallelujah. Change uh, must happen in order for you to release that which is old, no longer working in your life so that you can step into what is new, what is needed and what is necessary for your life. That which will catapult you to better, best and blessed place in your life. Oh my God. Somebody say, I'm trying to get to better, best and blessed. Oh yes, 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 yes. I'm trying to get to better, best and blessed. Oh, somebody write that right there. Better, amen, blessed, better, best, and blessed place in my life. Hallelujah. I'm trying to get there. I don't know about you. Amen. But I'm trying to get to better, best, and blessed. Hallelujah in my life. Amen. And so that means that I'm going to have to embrace change. That means that I'm going to have to embrace the transition in my life. That means that I'm going to have to accept some things, even when it's uncomfortable in my life. That means, hallelujah, that I might not understand everything. That means that I might not agree with everything. That means that people around me might think I'm cuckoo for cuckoo pop. And that means that people around me might I think that I'm all over the board, but change is going to take me to better, best, and blessed. Oh, God, hallelujah. Glory to his name. Hallelujah. Amen. Ecclesiastes, the third chapter, it testifies for us. It referenced change as a season. Uh-huh. That's what it referenced change to, as a season. Now, verse one of Ecclesiastes, the third chapter, it says, to everything, there is a season. Uh, to every Everything there is a change in a time into every purpose under the heavens. Ah, listen to everything. That means that things have to change even as the seasons change. Y'all understand the seasons? Winter, spring, summer, and fall. We have entered into the springtime of the year. Ah, and then things are beginning to change. We'll begin to see pollen come because flowers and trees will begin to bud and replenish their limbs. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. We'll begin to see the sun staying out a little longer. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. We'll begin to see, amen, the grass growing a little quicker. Oh, we'll begin to see those things that were lying dormant coming back alive. To everything there is a season, there is a change and a time to every purpose under the heavens. Ah, restoration of all things. If you stay too long in one season, is uh it, it throw 
throws, it throws off time and purpose for the next season in your life. If you stay too long in one season, it will throw off time and purpose for the next season in your life. If you stay too long in one season, you will miss the blessings and the miracles of the next season of your life. Oh my God. Hallelujah. Tell somebody, I'm not trying to miss it. Tell somebody, don't miss it. Don't miss it because you refuse to change before you because you refuse to embrace transition because you refuse to let it go and let God be God over your life oh my God hallelujah hallelujah listen somebody say let it go let it go hallelujah frozen song became so prop uh, so popular ah uh, because it was saying let it go let it go everything amen that no longer fits in your life let go everything that's hindering you. Let go your past. That's hindering you. Let go. Oh my God. Let go your hurt and your pain. That's holding you back from your better, best, and blessed place. Oh my God. Hallelujah. It's holding you. It's holding you hostage. Amen. Because you refuse to change. Ah, you stay right there in that place of sorrow because you refuse to change. Oh because you refuse to change. You refuse to change your mind. You refuse to change your outlook. You refuse to change where you're at. Oh my God. But if you let it go, you will find out that something better is on the other side. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Ah, listen, tell it. It can no longer hold you. It can no longer box you in. It can no longer hold you in a place of bondage and hurt and pain and discomfort and sadness and gloom and weariness and depression. Oh my God, it can no longer hold you. Amen. You got to let it go. Even the Bible say in Psalms that weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. That's a change that happens when you let it go. You might have to weep in the midnight hour, but in the morning, joy is going to come. A change will happen if you let God. Oh my God, I feel God on this morning. Oh Jesus, help us today. Help us today. Oh Jesus, hallelujah. Listen, listen, it's time. Amen, amen, hallelujah. If you stay too long in one season, it throws off the time and the purpose for the next season in your life. Oh God, hallelujah. If you stay too long in the season, you miss the blessings and the miracles of the next season of your life. If you can't release a season in your life, then you become stuck. Oh God, hallelujah. Help us today, Jesus. You become stuck and like still waters, you begin to stink and then eventually you begin to dry up with no purpose. Help us. Help mercy God. Ah, listen, listen. Somebody need to say, I'm no longer stuck. I'm no longer stuck. I refuse to be stuck. I refuse to stay in the same place that has not benefit me. I refuse to stay stuck in a place. Ah, Jesus, that has me. Amen. Hallelujah. Bound up. I refuse to stay stuck in a place that's not blessed. I refuse to stay stuck in a place. Oh my God, that caused me to cry more than I laugh. I refuse to stay stuck in a place. Okay, That don't benefit me. That don't give me what I need. Okay, you Some of y'all are stuck 
in relationships that you need to let go. Oh God, hallelujah. And if you let that go, then God will bring you something better. Oh Jesus, have mercy. Jesus, help us today. Oh God, hallelujah. Let it go. Let it go. Oh my God, hallelujah. Jesus, when you become stuck and you refuse to release it, you refuse to change. Oh, eventually you'll begin to stink. Eventually it just agitates you all the time. Uh, it would just get on your nerve. Y'all know how. Y'all know if you let water sit in a bucket too long, day after day, week after week, uh, month after month. Amen. Uh, what will it begin to do? It begins to stink. Oh, Jesus. Uh, you let trash shit for so long. Amen. Eventually it begins to stink. Uh, but if the water in the bucket is never changed, all the stuff that you mopped up, all the dirt, all the nastiness that you mopped up sits there in the bucket and it begins to it begins to stink in the bucket. If you leave it there long enough, eventually the water will dry up. But everything, oh my God, help me, Holy Ghost. The water, everything that was mopped up, everything that was stinking, it begins to settle at the bottom of the bucket. It begins to settle on the mop. And it stinks the mop. And the mop begins to stink on its own, even though the water has dried up. Oh my God. So it's no longer perfect purposeful until you clean it up hallelujah until you change it and wash it oh god hallelujah listen somebody needs to let god clean you up and wash you on today hallelujah that you can embrace the change in your life ah oh, jesus help us uh, but if you release it if you can release it and accept the changing of the seasons in your life whether there are expected or unexpected god will restore all things which you thought that you lost he will restore all things back unto you somebody say restoration of all things hallelujah come on give god some praise come on bless the name of the lord restoration of all things hallelujah Hallelujah, hallelujah. So when we read and study, we can derive from the content of this chapter of our text that it is not in chronological order. Remember, uh, now Gehazi is talking to the king, but remember that Gehazi was struck with leprosy in chapter five. Remember that, right? Uh, and so if he had leprosy in chapter five, he can't possibly be sitting in the presence of the king and talking to the king because it would not he wouldn't he's too contagious uh, and so he had to separate himself if with leprosy and so we can we can derive from this content that this is probably not in chronological order uh-huh yeah 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 but here he's talking to the king he's telling the king uh and telling the king stories regarding the miracles that god used elijah or elisha to do uh, and so when we get to verses is one through verse four we have a circumstance that has happened uh the prophet elijah amen an honest uh, prophet elijah is telling the woman and the woman is the shunammite woman uh, that there's going to be a salmon in the land listen 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 i know we what a famine is right when everything dries up the crops are dries up you have no resources everything is gone you have no resource you have a famine or, or there are so little resources that it 
and does not benefit the population as a whole. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. But let me tell you something. Let me help you out on this morning. Uh, you can have a famine in your own individual lives. When everything in your life begins to dry up, when everything in your life begins to amen, not work, when you don't have enough resources to manage what you need to manage, uh, you can have a famine in your life. And when you got a famine in your life, amen, you need to ask God. Oh, God, hallelujah. You need to ask God, is this famine because you're trying to teach me something? Or is this famine because you're trying to get me to move and you're trying to get me to change or to transition? Uh, God, what is the purpose of this famine? Are you trying to increase my faith uh, that I may depend more more on you and not of my uh, uh, my resources and my tangible goods? Or are you at all, oh my God, or is this famine because you're trying to get me to move? Oh, God, nobody wants to stay in the place of a famine because you will eventually amen, starve to death. Oh, Jesus, unexpected, amen, until the prophet Elijah tells the Shudamite woman whose son life he had restored in 2 Kings, the fourth chapter. Uh-huh. The prophet tells her, take your family and move to another country. For the Lord has called down a famine in Israel that will last for seven years. Somebody say seven years. Oh my God. Hallelujah. Somebody say seven years. Seven years. There's going to be a famine for seven years. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Some of y'all are at your seven year mark. Some of you have made your seven year mark. And God is saying it's time for you to get up and move. Uh-huh. It's time for you to let it go and move. Oh my God. God is trying to shift you. God is trying to reposition you. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. But you have been dealing with this for seven long years. Oh, God, you can't. And God is saying, now is the time for you to move. Oh, God, hallelujah. Look at this. Listen, listen. You have to be open to the word of the Lord in your life. It's not going to always make sense at the time, but it will benefit you in the long run. Oh, listen, it will make sense. Somebody say it will make sense. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It will make sense. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. Amen. Hallelujah. And so the Bible says, amen. Hallelujah. That Elijah told the woman to get up and get your family and to move uh, to another country. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, he tells her to move to another country. Uh, listen, you might can't stay where you're at right now. You might can't even stay in the same state that you're at right now, but you might need to get up and move. Oh my God. To a place that you never thought that you would move to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me help you out. This is your PowerPoint moment for today. God will never tell you to do something or position you in a way that in the end, it doesn't make sense. It's going to make sense in the end. Oh God, hallelujah. It's going to make sense in the end. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's going to make sense in the end. Hallelujah. All you got to do is trust the word of God. All you got to do is move when he say 
they move. And God says, I will make it make sense in the end. Oh, God, hallelujah. Bless his name. Listen, listen, listen. Sometimes, listen, let me help y'all out. Sometimes your move will actually save your family's life. Oh, God, hallelujah. Look at this. The Bible says, oh, my God, if I can run, I would run right now. My God. Listen, the Bible says, amen, that the prophet told the woman, the Shudamite woman, she said, listen, she had already, amen, survived death in her family. Listen, the son had already survived death. Now they're about to enter into a famine. And again, the prophet comes to save, oh my God, their life. And look what the Bible said. The Bible said that the prophet told the woman, she said, the Lord has called down a famine in the land. And because he called down a famine in the land, I need you to get up and I need you to take your family and I need you to move them to another country. Oh, in order to save your family's life, you're going to have to move. Oh my God. Listen, in order to save your children, you're going to have to move. How do you know that if you don't move, that your family won't shift with you? Listen, it will make sense in the end. It's going to make sense in the end. It's going to make sense. Yes, it will. In the end, it's going to save your family's life. Oh, my God. So the Bible said in verse 2 that the Bible, amen, that the woman arose and did what the man of God says. Listen, the Bible never tells us how long it took for the woman to get herself and her sons together. The Bible never told us how long it took her to get her, her and her family together. It only gives us the impression that she had immediate response. That's what the Bible does. It gives us the impression that she had an immediate response. Uh-huh. Yeah, it does. Let's go right here to verse 2. It says, and the woman arose. It doesn't say after the man of God gives her the word that the family was going to be called down in the land and it's going to come upon the land in seven years. Immediately in verse 2, it says, then the woman arose and did after the saying of the man of God. It never tells us what she needed to do to prepare to shift to another country. All it says is that she get it gives us the impression that she has an immediate response. You got to understand something. When God speaks a word and God tells you to get up and to move, you got to have an immediate response to this thing. Oh my God. Hallelujah. Most of us struggle with the prophetic word that God speaks through his man or his woman of God. Amen. Because, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We don't immediately respond. That's why we struggle with it. We struggle because we don't immediately respond. If we did not struggle with it, we'll have a rem- immediate response. Somebody said an immediate response. An immediate response that is necessary and needed in this hour. An immediate response. Oh, listen, when a man or woman of God, amen, speaks a word to you and say, thus saith the Lord, the Lord is telling me to tell you this. The Lord said this, that, or the other. You need to have 
an immediate response. The word of God gives us the impression that she had an immediate response to the word of God from the word from the word of the Lord. Excuse me. Ah, uh, listen. We 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 struggle with this thing and we miss God's timing with this thing because I mean this is why we miss it because we have to think about it. Uh, what was told to us? Let me see. Was they on point? Did they have everything right? Did they cross every T and dot every I? I don't know about that little bit that they said. I don't know about this, that, or the other. Ah, oh, yeah, God. Oh, my God. Listen, listen. Listen, we struggle with the word. We got to think about it. And then after we think about it, then we have to talk it over with our good, good friend. Girl, let me tell you. Homie, let me tell you. Doc, let me tell you. This is what the word of the Lord said. We got to talk it over with our good, good friend. Oh, God, yeah, God. Oh, listen, we struggle with the word of the Lord that God has spoken with us. And we miss the timing of God. We have to pray about the word of the Lord that was given from God. So we got to pray about that word. Oh, my Jesus, help us today, God. We got to pray about the prophetic word that came from God. Why do we have to pray about the prophetic word that came from God? All you got to do is ask God, God, how do I move? Which way do I go? How do, oh my God, hallelujah, stop struggling with the word of the Lord. Amen. Somebody say, stop struggling, stop struggling. Somebody say, stop struggling with the word of the Lord. Oh my Jesus, you got to have an immediate response with this thing. When God speak a word in your life, it ain't a time for you to sit and ponder it. It's not time for you, amen, to try to figure it out whether or not it's true or not. Listen, listen, listen. Hallelujah. If somebody came and they gave you a word of the Lord and it was not of God. You will know that it's not of God. If you connected to God and you have the spirit of discernment, you want to know that it's of God and not of God. You want to know whether or not it's God or not. Amen. But when the word of the Lord finds you, when the word of the Lord comes and visits you, visits you, when the word of the Lord speaks to you, get up and have an immediate response Ooh, to the word of God. Uh, listen, listen, let me help you out on today. The Bible says in Hebrews 11 through, excuse me, Hebrews 11 and 16, the Bible says it testifies for us and it says, and without faith, it is impossible to please God. Ah, listen, because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Listen, you got to believe that when God sends his prophet or his prophetess to you, you got to believe that it is God. You got to believe and you got to believe that God, this is your chance to reward me and by faith I'm going to prove that I hear your word. By faith I'm going to move. By faith I'm going to respond. Oh God, an immediate response. You must believe God and his word even when it's in an unusual time in your life. You got to believe amen God and his word even when it doesn't make sense sense in your life. You still got to believe God knows what he is doing. Somebody need to, somebody need to tell yourself that on today. Don't tell nobody else, but tell yourself that on today. God knows what 
he is doing, God knows what he is doing. He knows, he knows, he knows, he knows what he's doing. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. All you got to do is trust his word. All you got to do is believe his word. All you got to do is respond according to his word. Oh, God. Hallelujah. So the Bible says, the Bible says, my God, hallelujah. The Bible says that in verse three, uh, that at the end of the seven years, some of y'all, y'all don't realize that you're at your end of your seven years. You don't realize that you had already went through. Amen. It had been building up. Amen. And you're at the end of your seven years. Amen. Hallelujah. The Bible says that she, amen, went to the land of the Philistines and she stayed in a strange land for seven years. Uh, listen, some of y'all don't realize. I know you've been there all your life. Amen. But now it's become a strange land. Uh, now it doesn't benefit you. Now, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It doesn't make sense to you. You're now in a strange land and you stayed there. Amen. And you've been there for seven years. Listen, listen, let me help you. Let me help you. Uh, listen, a strange land can be the struggle that you've been dealing with. The strange land can be the time in your life. Amen. That you have not had peace. The strange land can be, amen, hallelujah, what you've been dealing with financially. Amen. Hallelujah. For seven years, your strange land. Uh, listen, doesn't necessarily have to be a geographical location. Uh, it can just be a time and period in your life that has been, amen, going on and you, and it just hasn't been making sense in your life. You've just been in a strange place in your life. Amen. And now God is saying that the seven years has ended. Somebody say it has ended. It has ended. I speak it prophetically over your life. I declare and decree over your life right now. Amen. That it has ended. Oh my God. It is over. Amen. It has ended. I speak it and over your life right now at the sound of my voice. Ah, oh, somebody ought to give happy and give God some praise. Hallelujah. Because the woman of God has told you that it has ended. It has ended over your life. Hallelujah. That thing, it has ended. That thing you've been struggling with, that thing you've been battling with, that thing that you've been trying to cause that, that, that you've been saying let me go that thing amen that has dried up in your life oh where it seems like nothing can flow the way that it needs to flow in your life it has ended oh god hallelujah Jesus amen so the bible says she left for seven years and when she left look at this when she left she left everything ah <laughs> she left everything because why she had an immediate response to the word of god an immediate <coughs> excuse me an immediate response to the word of God. She left everything. And now, 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 the Bible says that now she returns from the strange land. She, ret she returns from the land of the Philistines. Uh, and now she is returning to repossess that which she left. Oh, God. Hallelujah. She's returning to repossess that which she left. Yeah, listen, she is on her way to see the king. And while she was on her way to see the king... While she is in transition, uh, she's coming back from the land of the Philistine and she's in transition on her way to see the king. And the servant of Elisha or Elisha is telling uh, the king about this particular woman, the Shudamite woman. The king
king uh, is telling the king about this woman and what Elijah did the miracle that Elijah had performed on her son uh, and restored life to her son oh my god Gehazi is telling the, the king about this particular woman while she is in transition look at this she was on her way to see the king Gehazi was talking to the king about her and now amen hallelujah listen listen when you obey God's voice when from the man and the woman of God God will set you up and have someone to speak on your behalf oh my God do I got any witnesses here on today that God when you obey the man or the woman of God's voice when God tells the man or the woman of God to tell you something and you obey it God will set you up and have someone to speak on your behalf hallelujah glory to your name hallelujah bless his name amen hallelujah amen and so the bible says that as Gehazi was talking to the king and telling of what Elijah had done in her life the woman walks in the Shunammite woman walks in in which he was speaking about her and the bible says oh my god hallelujah the bible says amen hallelujah that Listen, the king talked with Gehazi, the servant of the man of God, saying, Tell me, I pray thee, all the great things that Elijah had done. In verse 5, it says, And it came to pass, as he was telling the king how he had restored a dead body to life, that behold, the woman whose son had been restored to life cried to the king. Now she comes in. She's speaking to the king, and she tells the king, and she cries to the king for her house and her land. Look what she does. She tells the king and she cries to the king for her house and her land to restore everything back to her. Restoration of all things. Somebody needs to tell themselves, God is about to restore all things back to me because God has somebody to speak on my behalf. Even before I got there. Oh my God. Hallelujah. God got somebody to speak on your behalf. God said, I'm going to speak on your behalf myself. I'm going to give you favor with the banks. I'm going to give you favor with the town. I'm going to give you favor. Oh, my God. With the politicians. I'm going to give you favor. Because I'm going to speak on your behalf. Oh, God, I'm going to speak on your behalf. And so the Bible said that she cried out unto the king. Like, Lord, please, king, give me back my house and my land. I'm paraphrasing it, putting it up to today's time so you can relate to it. Please give me back my house and my land i know i've been gone for seven years i know that i left it there and it looked like it was abandoned listen i know that it looked like it was abandoned oh god and i'm paraphrasing it putting it up to today's time i'm just using my holy imagination just a little bit oh my god i know i know i know i look like it was abandoned i know the land wasn't tilled and taken care of for seven years i know the house sat there closed up for seven years i know oh i didn't do no crops for seven years i know the light bill wasn't paid for seven years i know i'm just using my holy imagination trying to get you to relate to it for today oh i know i haven't paid the light bill for seven years i know i haven't paid the water bill and the taxes for seven years 
king can I have my house and my land back oh my God restoration of all things restoration of all things and the Bible says and Gehazi I said oh my Lord oh king this is the woman this is her and her son whom I was telling you about that Elijah restored back to life restoration of all things ah look at this and we're done we're done we're done and the Bible says that when the king asked the woman are you the one are you the one is this your son who Elijah had restored back to life are you the one amen that Elijah amen hallelujah brought your son back for when they thought that he was dead are you the woman listen and listen I'm trying to help somebody on today God said yes you are the one you're the one that I'm about to restore all things back to you're the one I know you lost some things in this seven years but God said I'm about to restore it back to you I know oh my God hallelujah that you are the one because you obeyed my voice because you moved by faith and not by sight you didn't know where you were going to in the land of Philistine but you moved. You are the one. Oh God, you come. Because you had an immediate response. Hallelujah. By faith. By faith. The Bible says that when the king asked the woman, that, are you are you the one that this guy that Gehazi was telling me about? Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you that one? And so the Bible says she said, Yes, yes, I'm the one. I'm her. And that's my house and my land. That's way over there. Listen, King. And so the king said, So now at at that point in time, the Bible said that the king, look, 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 look. God said, I'm about to give you exactly what you need. I'm about to send somebody in your life that's going to help restore all things back to you. <coughs> God said, I'm about to send somebody in your life that's going to restore all things that's going to help you get everything back. Oh, my God. Look, look, look. The Bible said in verse six that the king appointed unto her a certain officer saying, restore all that was hers. Oh, God. So in other words, God said, I'm going to appoint somebody that's going to say, listen, listen, I know you lost this, but don't worry about it. We got it. We're about to mow your lawn. We're about to fix up your house. We're about to turn back on your water. We're about to turn back on the light. God said, don't worry about it. I got you. The Bible said that the king said, restore all back to her. Restoration of all things. Somebody say restoration of all things. And the Bible not only said that her house was and her land was going to be restored, but look at this. God said, I'm going to give you, amen, hallelujah, seven years worth of stuff that you should have had when you were there. Oh, God, hallelujah. Excuse me, y'all. Hallelujah. The Bible said that God said, oh, the Bible said that she received and now all the fruits of the field since the day she left the land. Ah, look at this. This woman, this woman did not till. Oh, my God. She did not till the land. Amen. For seven years. She did not plant anything for seven years. She did not work the land for seven years. There was a famine in the land. But look 
what the king does. The king says to the officer and give her everything that she would have had if she would have planted, if she would have tilled. Oh my God, if she would have had an harvest for seven years, give her everything. Restoration of all things. Oh God, even unto now. Jesus. Restoration of all things, even unto now. Even unto now. This woman, I'm done, I'm done. This woman, she left for seven years. Restoration of all things. It was a famine in the land. So there was no crops. There were no harvest. There was no food, no resources. It was a famine in the land. She went away to a strange land. She comes back because the famine is over, right? She comes back. And when she comes back, God has somebody speaking on her behalf. Y'all, you got to get excited about this. And when she gets out there, gets in front of the king after. <coughs> after her identity. Excuse me, y'all. After her identity. was verified. Listen, this next thing that God is going to do in your life, people going to know that it was God, that you are connected to God, that you are with God, that you are a child of God, that you are anointed by God. Her identity was established and verified because the king asked her, he said, are you that woman? Now, Gehazi, I just told him about the woman, the Shunammite woman. And he said, are you that? This is your son? And she said, yeah, it's me. It's me. Your identity, identity is going to be verified. Listen, you're going to walk up in the place and they're going to know that you are a woman of God. You're going to walk up in the, in the place and they're going to know that you are a man of God. Your identity, they're going to say woman of God and man of God. Your identity is going to be established. And it's going to be a verified. And because you are a child of the king. Oh, God, because you are a child of the king. Oh, because you are a child of the king. Because you are a child of the king. Things. Because you are a child of the king. Restoration of all things. She got her land back. She got her house back. And she got seven years worth of crops, of fruit, food restored unto her because she obeyed the voice of the Lord. When the prophet told her to leave, she didn't know. She was leaving everything behind. She was letting everything go. All she knew is that she had to 
respond. And her immediate response took her to a strange land, to the land of the Philistines. And there she stayed for seven years. But when she returned, when she came back, everything was restored unto her. Restoration of all things. God bless you. We thank God for you, 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 and you. We thank God and we pray that you receive something from the word of God on today. We pray that God has ministered to you, that you are encouraged and you are lifted. God is about to restore all things unto you. I know you lost some things. I know you had to struggle through some things. But you've done it for seven years and God's saying it's over. It has ended. It has ended. You're done. It's done. God said, I'm about to bless you above what you can even ask or even think. I'm about to restore unto you the years that the locust, the canker worm, the caterpillar. And I'm about to restore that unto you. Amen. I'm about to bring you into huh, divine restoration. Oh, my God. I'm about to bring you into divine restoration. Jesus, have mercy. Hallelujah. She wasn't supposed to get all of that back. She wasn't supposed, and even if she got back her house and her land, she wasn't supposed to get seven years worth of stuff back. But that's God. That's nobody but God. God will do that thing in your life if you trust him and believe him. You might have to change and it might be uncomfortable. It might be unsettling. It might even be scary for a second. But I promise you, if you listen and hearken unto the word of the Lord. God will do that thing. God is going to take you to a place. Amen. And he's going to plant you in a place. He's going to make sure that you're in the better, best, blessed place. If you can just get get up and move. God said, I'm getting taking you to a better, best, blessed place. You just got to you just got to embrace it. Embrace that change. Embrace it. Embrace it. Embrace it. Embrace it. Somebody need to hold your arms on yourself. Hug yourself and say, I'm embracing the change. I'm embracing the transition. I'm embracing what God is going to do in my life. I'm embracing the unknown. I'm embracing, hallelujah, hallelujah, every word that has come out of the woman of God's mouth. I'm embracing it. I'm embracing what God is telling me to do. I'm embracing it. I'm grabbing a hold to it in Jesus' name. It will not, hallelujah, disappoint me. Hallelujah. It will not upset me. The Bible declares unto me. Somebody, you need to repeat this. Somebody, The Bible declares unto me, hallelujah, that the blessings of the Lord are rich and out of no sorrow. Hallelujah. I'm embracing, hallelujah, the change in my life in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I'm embracing the change. Hallelujah. And God is going to do it. Amen. Hallelujah. Go back. Amen. Watch this again because some of y'all going to need it. You're going to need it. You're going to need it. Embrace it. Amen. Hallelujah. Embrace it. Amen. And let God know. 
I'm going to have an immediate response to your word. Oh, my God. Listen, join us every third Sunday. If you're in the North Carolina area, every third Sunday, join us. Amen. Hallelujah. For we are in-person services every third Sunday at 1329 Kirkland Road, Raleigh, North Carolina. Join us at 845 a.m. every third Sunday in Raleigh, North Carolina at 845 a.m. Join us if you're in the North Carolina area. If you don't mind traveling forward to another state, hey, we welcome you. We welcome you at 845 a.m. Listen, we thank God for you, 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 and you. Amen. If you would like to connect with us, amen, and be a part of what we're doing here at Overcomer Outreach Christian Center, amen. Inbox us, let us know, amen, and we'll get some material out to you, amen, so that you can, amen, be a part and be, amen, connected to Overcomer, whether it's virtually or in person. We want you to be a part of us, to connect with us. We will get some information out to you you can do do it any one of these three ways inbox us amen mail it to us amen all right go on our website and we will amen get some information out to you listen if you've been blessed and the lord has blessed you even on today amen we thank god for you 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 and you if you desire to sow a seed amen a love offering amen hallelujah if you desire to amen bless amen the word on today, amen, bless Overcomer Outreach Christian Center, you can do so by one of these three ways. You can cash app us at dollar sign Overcomer Outreach CC, amen. You can give it, you can send it by mail at P.O. Box 126, Pensacola, New Jersey, 08110, or you can do it, or you can send it through Givelify, Overcomer Outreach Christian Center, amen, or you can send it through Givelify, amen. If you do any one of these three ways, it will get to where it needs to go. We thank God for you, 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 and you. We pray God's blessings, his peace, his love, and his prosperity be with you and yours. Healing, amen, is yours on today. An abundance of wealth is yours on today. We speak it, we claim it, and we decree it over your life and in your life. In Jesus' name, amen, we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. God bless you. We love you. Have an awesome awesome oh i'm sorry by way of announcement join us tuesday night for tuesday biblical tools which is our bible study night join us at seven o'clock p.m and then on wednesday morning at 6 30 a.m for breaking update prayer conference call 15 minutes can change your life amen hallelujah we'll uh, let the announcements run at the end of this video god bless you we thank you have an awesome awesome day